It's now time for the Ned and Josh podcast. Look, this is not my idea of a good time. All right, strap in. Here we go. Hello, welcome to the Ned and Josh podcast for another day. Uh, how are you, Ned? I'm great. I'm absolutely I'm fantastic. excited because this is our week anniversary. Today is one week since we started doing the show, and the bonus is I finally learned how to not say good morning and then say the name of the day. Yep, Because exactly. it's a podcast. We don't have to do that. It's totally taken a week. That's not bad. There's a day where this will come out, and then after that day, it no longer matters. It doesn't matter it doesn't about matter that day. at all. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. It's very, very exciting. Does that mean we're... Because well, obviously we had podcast zero zero. Does that mm-hmm. mean we're, we're six potties up? Yeah, we are six potties up. Six parties up. Feels good to have them in the bank. They've flown by. I it, it does not feel at all like we've recorded six. No, it really doesn't. And that's because we're sitting in my lounge room doing this. We d- haven't had to go into a workplace. So I think that's why it's kind of feeling like that. Exactly right. And it's just you and I chatting. Like we're not mm. doing like mm. quote unquote work things. Like we're just hanging out, having fun. We got tickets to give away to stuff coming up before the end of today's podcast. So, so that's very exciting. We're going to give the details on how that's going to work. So don't go anywhere. But Ned, you actually I- wanted to talk about yesterday's podcast. I need to jump reason. in. Yeah, okay, fine. Don't. No, yeah, go. <laughs> I was going to say, you can't bring it no, up, no, and then when right. I say no, yes, no. go, whoa, 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 whoa. You've brought yourself calm into this down, situation. Calm down. calm down. Also, no one's angry. Okay. I think you need to calm down. <laughs> if calm anyone. down. Uh, I listened to yesterday's podcast specifically for one thing. I was very, very curious to see what the end result would be. Uh, Josh, you edit up the uh, all the podcasts and stuff. Yeah, I do, I do, and I do minimal editing because we want this to be a freeform conversation. So really, all I do is just join the bits of conversation together. Exactly right, and uh, more often than not, us stuffing it up is funnier than us mm-hmm. nailing it. So oh, no, there'll be no stuff ups will be deleted. No, you get to see them all because that's because honestly, if we could have a retake, I'd probably restart the entire intro to the show so far. <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Uh, I wanted to see if a word had made its way into yesterday's podcast. You were explaining that you saw Sporty Spice while in Darwin on yesterday's podcast. Yes, yes. During that explanation of your sighting of the Sporty Spice, you said what I've now come to learn has been censored, Mm. but during yesterday's podcast, this happened. I said she was sitting in 1A. She didn't sit next to us. Mm. And when, of course, she's sitting in 1A. She's a Spice Girl. Yeah, they they invented a spice for her. Look at us, big boys. Yeah, interesting. Dabbling in swearing. Are you saying that you would have preferred it to stay in there uncensored? I'm glad that we had no discussion prior because mm. I just wanted to sign it, kind of see where your head was at. Yeah, how brave I was feeling. I think good call. Yeah, I think good call too. For now. Because no, I just feel like a lot of the audience is coming from the, the, the radio show, which mm-hmm. was ve- very much PG. and well, no, We wouldn't have said fiddlesticks, let alone the other <laughs> F word. There's just we, we there's broadcasting rules, and obviously they don't apply on podcasts, but you're right. We're being sensitive to there are people that are, know us to not swear. And also we know that some people might be putting this on for other people who may Kids not... Kids in the car? M- not be as... Uh, Around swearing as we are. By the way, by the way, parents out there, you're delusional if you don't think that your kids swear at school. Look, that's they absolutely do. That's yeah. look. That, I'm not. I'm not here as someone with no children. I'm not here to go. I actually know more about your kids no, than no, you do. They swear their heads. Of off course they do. Yeah. But that's it. Every parent also knows that. I think every parent is very aware of that. Um, I'm. I like the way that it's going, but it's a shame because um, you were looking forward to letting it fly. Where well, I, I I heard it. Uncensored mm. in the podcast when I recorded it yesterday, and then it when I heard tickled it, tickled you. It was it was censored, yeah, and I was okay. quite excited because um, here's a little backstory about me. F- is my favourite word 
ever of all a, time. And what a terrible shame that it was just censored again. Exactly right. Is no, it's not going to happen. And all of its derivatives are <laughs> hands down my favourite words to hear, favourite words to use, favourite words to see written down. Mm-hmm. It's just hands down. It can be used in every single setting. It can be the it's funniest f- thing you've ever heard. It can be scary. It can be endearing. It, I love the word. It, f- it, it, <laughs> it is such a creative word. And I actually think that because of everything you've said about getting the podcast into sort of a family-friendly environment, mm. I'm not saying we don't do it. And I, I don't know, I think Hamish and Andy do like one a year or something like that, and uh, they are the masters, so I'm not even saying that. What I'm saying is I'd like a separate person to be the first person to say it. Well, the flood, it's so much pressure, because I desperately want to say it first, but mm-hmm. I also get that's unfair. I also would assume that you would also like to say it. I have a candidate for who should say it first. It's somebody we've been asked about on the Pod Pals, Ned and Josh's Pod Pals. You can go there to our little group. One... Rockin' Robin, mm. I believe your grandma, my nana, who used to join <laughs> us on the radio show. She hasn't been on air for quite a while. I'm thinking we get her mm. to swear first as the honorary first person to drop it on the podcast. Now, this is going to be a bit of a challenge, and I don't think it's going to happen quickly because she she doesn't actually go go in for a swear word that often. She's not known to swear. She'll drop the S here and there, but the F is a... That's a top-tier one for her. That's that's the top shelf. She'll be on her tippy-toes grabbing that down, and that doesn't happen a whole lot. What do you think was the last situation in which she used Living next F-word? door to Alice. No, not that, because I know she sings yeah, she that sings song. That and she sings that, and she I'm saying scenario. Right what scenario that you... She would have been like, Alf! Oh, well, she did get her hip replaced. That would have hurt. There would have been painful moments during that where she probably went, oh, oh. You do, they'd put her like under general yeah, anesthesia. Didn't she? she wasn't awake. Yeah, they didn't just put a leather belt in her mouth and go, grip down. Yeah. Here we go. You're going to hear some words, guys, yeah. and I'm not known for swearing. All right, so what we're going to do, if you'll if you'll permit me, I think we get Rock and Robin back on as part of the show, mm-hmm. but an undercurrent challenge is constantly we're trying to get her to drop the F-bomb at some point. It I like it. Can't be too forced. We can't ask her to do it. But I'd just like to see if at some point we can coax it out of it. We can coax it out of it. I love it. I like that being the floodgate. I also don't think the floodgate's open. I honestly think that once we get her to do it, it's sort of a play-by-play situation. If it's ad, if there's, if it's better to have it in there, mm, I think okay, it, okay. you can plead a case that it should be in we'll there. We'll see. We'll and, see. And if it adds nothing other than a little flair mm. and it's a little spicier, get rid of it. My family do listen to this podcast actually, and my nana doesn't know about this. So oh yeah, don't just, ruin just, it. Just, yeah, snitches get stitches. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> it's not It probably shouldn't threaten my cousins and stuff like that Oh, by the way, also, if you're worried, it's not intimidating at all we're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to get your nana to swear So you going, snitches get stitches, holds no weight Cost of living crisis on at the moment, everybody <laughs> Cost of living crisis on at the moment I did make that sound like it was a music <laughs> festival, didn't I? <laughs> or like it's Black Friday sales Like it's well, something we're all partaking yeah, in what, guys, don't, don't rush, but cost of living crisis on at the moment <laughs> No, but it is. I don't know if you've checked the weather outside today. Cost of living crisis. Don't know about tomorrow, but for right now, it's on. It's very much on. Um, no, so I think it's just unusual anytime I see a mega corporation ask me to do more. I'm like, you're not pulling the weight. Piss right off. Yeah. And that has come in the form of... Because the other part of my brain, the part that's a, a theoretical rich man, likes, <laughs> I like them doing it. I think, no, that's good. You're using your position to try and get a bit extra cash for charity. Yeah. That's great. But the part of me that's me goes, no, you donate money. Stop yeah. trying to ask me for money. You donate money. I have a feeling I know where this is going, but I do like the picture that you 
you've already painted that you're like Madonna. <laughs> if I could be, I yeah, would be. If but I was I'm not, a rich yeah, man. Yeah, no, but I'm not. I'm not. That's Gwen Stefani, by the way. Um, it wasn't her first, yeah. but I also know it definitely wasn't Madonna. <laughs> I need to say that Woolworths have some goddamn gall at the moment <laughs> asking me to donate money at the self-serve checkouts <laughs> to round up for charity. Yeah, yeah nah. I 100% agree. Yeah, nah. <laughs> and the weirdest part about this, and I hope someone from Woolworths is listening right now because you are the fresh food people and you're the supermarket I usually shop at, but let me just tell you right now, the gall is actually in the way you've worded it. Have you seen the little prompt box that comes up? I have, but I've not read it well enough yeah, to know. I read it the other day and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got it. So first and foremost, I'm mad that I'm being asked. But secondly, you've got to be kidding me. So you say no to donating, mm-hmm. right? And the little dialogue box says, no, thank you. And I'm like, that's fine. No sure. dramas. I looked at the other dialogue box, which this shows you what kind of person I am. I've never looked at before because <laughs> I never push it. You've never even thought of looking that yeah, way. I've never You're looked like, that way. You're like, I already way. know what my answer is. <laughs> but it says, so the other one, one says, no, thank you. The dialogue box on the right says, yes, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it says, I'm not using my P's and Q's when it comes to you asking me for money after charging what you've just charged me for basic so I don't die essentials. Yeah. Are you Kid, yes, please. It should be take this scumbag. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. No way. You should be thanking me, not asking, not making me say please for donating. Uh, I know this is probably entirely in my head, but what I like to do is a little game. It, it gets me through the day. Um, I like to use sort of like the new technology they're bringing in against itself. So you know how they have like all the little cameras that spy yeah. on you just so they can like, I guess, yeah. Yeah, all self-serve checkouts have that now. Ocean's Eleven style mm-hmm. read your face whether or not you look like you're stealing or whatever. Every single time the prompt comes up and I've just like paid for $100 worth of groceries and I've got like four things and I'm like, you donate money. Mm. I pull a face like oh, when, I, when I read it. So I can see the thing. I hope, and I know this isn't real, but I hope someone at one of these supermarket HQs goes like, people are having like visceral reactions to us. <laughs> like I scrunch up my nose. Like I'd be going like, What? Are you serious? I love the idea that you give the machine yeah. the response you wish you could give to people in the supermarket Correct. with the little kiosks that go, hey, moment of your time. Yeah, moment yeah. Of- you actually pull that face to the machine. I'd never be brave enough to do it in person, though. Yeah. I'm, I have no problems doing it to a machine. Saying yes, please, <laughs> to making the machine feel terrible. <laughs> I have some ISS drama news for you, if you would like, from the International Space Station. Oh, okay. I thought it was the International Springfield Symphony, but no, that's <laughs> fine. The International Springfield can Symphony. I do, can I delete that? If do, Will you give me permission to delete that? No. Anyway. Yeah, you want people to hear that bad <laughs> Look, joke. and nothing was even good no, about no, it. No, like, we know. could go back and just try again, but no, no, no. no we're, it's fair we're, enough. We're I, I, need to, I need to sit and think about what I've done. What was the guy from um, Hook? What's the like the coolest character pretty much in movie history? Rufio. Rufio. Damn it. Okay. This guy's name's Rubio. Rubio. So, I, I so of, close. Yeah, so I, close. I thought yep. his name was Rubio, but yeah, it is Rufio. Rufio. Damn it. God, I wish Rufio. I had... Rufio. Rufio. I wish I had Rufio's hair every day of my life. Me anyway, too. Yep. Um, Frank Rubio mm-hmm. is at the center of this drama. It's actually... Space drama. Space drama. There's been accusations leveled at him. Would you the... say it's a Star War? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. And I'd be very careful to say it's it's not yet. It's a moon skirmish. It is a moon skirmish. Well, they're not in the moon, but it's a space skirmish. Space skirmish. Okay, good. For the last eight months, um, Frank has been accused of something that I think 
at a certain point, you would be gaslit into being like, I must have done it. Mm-hmm. For the 25th anniversary of this International Space Station, which happened this year, they did a live stream event where they were like, hey, woohoo, we're up here. Hey, everyone. Um, they were celebrating the fact that they they grew for the first time like tiny little tomatoes on the International Space Station. So it's like the first space-grown fruit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible. Commander Matt Damon did that in that movie. So yeah. it's been done before. It has been know. done in Hollywood before. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, let's not judge reality against Hollywood. Frank Rubio... Made a joke about eating it, mm. and then it went missing. Oh, no. That's and, not good. And everyone was like, where is it? How do you lose something in space? Rubio said, I spent hours looking for the thing. For the tomato. Yeah. I have lo- He looked. So, he, so f- by the way, Frank Rubio has been sent home. Not, not because of this, but mm. he's been sent home now. So, he's no longer even on the ISS. Mm-hmm. After eight months, they found the tomato that went missing. <laughs> So he's been he's been he's absolved. Been, he's been exonerated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> he's not. Been. He was in a pasta sauce exactly. that he, he had brought back to Earth with him. It was a beautiful marinara. Yeah, it was delightful. Oh, it was in the Dolmio jar the yeah, whole no, time. His name is his last name is not Rubio. It's Dolmio. Yeah. He's loving it. Now, can I just be quick? Can I just quickly say something here? The problem. This is such a rare, rare thing that you've said something that actually is one of my nightmares. One of my nightmares that I have semi-recurringly is that I'm on the space station. Okay, wow. That's not where I thought this was going. Like water goes into the equipment. From where? Oh, the like water you've brought on. Water yeah. gets loose and goes into the equipment. And, and I think a drink bottle hits a control like panel. If somebody shoved the tomato into a panel, mm-hmm. would all the tomato juice go into the panel? Like, I'd be so nervous. I wouldn't want to sit down anywhere. I'd be like, we need to find this tomato. It's a little grenade of liquid. So, here is the stages, I think, of acceptance that happened upon the ISS. Mm-hmm. I'm not basing this on anything. I don't know what it is means to be an astronaut. I don't mm-hmm. couldn't even comprehend how you get up there, really. The first stage, accusing Frank Rubio of, of stealing, of the stealing tomato. and eating Because the tomato. he said, of course, evidence being, I, I, I'm going to eat the tomato. I joked about eating <laughs> yeah, the tomato, yeah. now it's gone. Stage two would have been Frank going like, I must have eaten it by like yeah. I must have forgotten I ate it because where is it? There's only I so- did say there is footage yeah. of me saying that I was going to eat the tomato, <laughs> so the, maybe I did do it. At the end of the day, I have admitted to it on the stand, mm-hmm. so maybe I did kind of do it. And now then, I'm thinking about it, c- kind of taste tomato. I, I can taste know, tomato. Yeah, I, don't I can, know why. I can think now. That I think about it, I can taste the tomato floating around in there. Maybe I was asleep floating around with my mouth open and it just went. <laughs> I ate, I swallowed the entire... Who knows what's happened? <laughs> after that, after that stage of mm. Frank being like, I must have eaten it and not been aware, I imagine the entire crew, cabin fever, craziness style would have been like, there was no tomatoes. Mm-hmm. We must have... Did we, we, did we dream the yeah, tomatoes? Someone's gone crazy. Either Frank has completely forgotten he's eating <laughs> this tomato or we all imagine we grew tomatoes. Do you know how I know Frank's completely innocent? And obviously because I found the tomato, <laughs> but I would know immediately Frank was innocent because if anyone's seen... Alien, you're not going to ingest something in space yeah. that was grown in space. Yeah. I wouldn't put anything in my stomach yeah. that might have come from space. That's not <laughs> happening. Yeah. So Frank's probably in the clear just for that reason alone. So he doesn't have a chest burster coming out of him at any yeah. point. Frank's defense was, I've seen Alien. Seems like a bad idea, Seems guys. like a bad idea to eat things in space. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a tomato tree growing out of my chest. <laughs> if you think that that's how science works, Frank, you shouldn't be up here, mate. You definitely <laughs> should point, be up here. Good point. They are the smartest people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> It's become a sort of a tradition, I think, and I would like to take myself 
and any sort of self-importance that I'm putting on myself out of this and yep. say that it's for a different reason. But it's become sort of a tradition in my friend group that for my birthday, we do sort of like a big uh, themed thing. Yeah, okay. Like a themed party. Now, I'm saying... I'm it taking- started with Ned's Sweet 16, it really- uh, which he was very, very particular about <laughs> to the point where MTV came around. I and don't, yeah. Ned had a little TV show made about him. I'll take my medicine. This is you fine. Got your, yeah. You got your pink G-Wagon yeah, and you okay, were happy. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'll take my medicine because I understand. <laughs> no, you do. You put a, you go in real hard for your birthday. I think it's because it's so close to Christmas and all your friends are home. And so. it's essentially like uh, because I'm not home all year or yep. really up until very close to Christmas. It's sort of more like a friendmas party that we it's all a have. Reunion, yeah. Um, in the past, I got married to my dog of seventeen years. Mm, beautiful. Um, we all dressed up like my dad at different stages of his life. I'd had a Teletubby party where goon bags were the like little TV stomachs yeah, thing they fantastic. had. Um, this year. I'm doing a wizard's gathering. Oh. So, like, everyone's dressing up with, like, beards and robes and we're getting a big cauldron and making that, like, a big pot <laughs> and stuff. And, yeah, it's going to be odd. Yeah. It's looking like it's going to be How pretty good, themes though. themes get decided? Like, is there, like, a committee? Do you draw them out of hats? No, I decide. Just- <laughs> no, I just decide whatever. I decide whatever's going to be easiest. And so this what year... Whatever's going to be easiest? Yeah. And marrying your dog. Yeah, I was going to say marrying my dog. <laughs> Dressing up like Teletubbies. None of them have been easy. I did a Wade Boggs challenge one year. I am a little screwed because I... The thing with my friendship group is that um, unless I supply everything the party's going to need, chances are they won't come to the party. Oh, yeah, okay. So I'm... I'm essentially buying all this stuff and then going, hey, if you guys want to come, you're going to pay me some money because I've bought you all wizard costumes. Yeah. I've... What a gathering. I know, right? How exciting to be your friend. Exactly. So not only am I doing stuff behind the scenes that I'm then telling you you have to pay mm, me for, mm. but I've I've put everyone across this. I've bought all of the um beards and all the hair and stuff and the glasses <laughs> and the pipes and stuff. So I'm good on that. The last part that I'm very nervous about is wizard robes. Like I'm buying wizard robes yeah, okay. and, and wizard cloaks <laughs> and stuff and attire oh that would God. you would see on a wizard. If they existed, I guess. It's going to be like 35 degrees. I know. And it's in Tassie where there is no ozone layer. So my friends might, some of them might pass out from heat stroke. Oh my God. He disappeared in a cloud of smoke. No, he just combusted. He was so hot. He just exploded. (laughs) That wasn't magic. He has no liquid in his system at all. His blood evaporated. Um, Here's where I need you. I need to find cloaks, robes, etc. Mm-hmm. The only and pl- I'm into weird stuff. So no. what? No, no, I was gonna say I don't have access to all of that. What are you talking about? The only place that I can find them for a reasonable for a reasonable price is what is a reasonable price for a wizard's cloak? Might I ask you? Because you've obviously done some research. I'd rather not say. <laughs> I have numbers, but I would rather not. I know so much about wizard cloaks oh and stuff. God. But my parents will hear this and be I very just, upset. I, lo- I love you, but here's the thing: I've done so much work for this podcast yeah. and so much when we're not together. Yeah. And I know you've been researching wizards' cloaks yeah. while I've been working on this. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I've been looking up which one's the best one, which ones move. <laughs> it makes me both equal parts furious and also delighted. Yeah, it's just a kind of a, a, an insight into the business transaction Josh and I run on each side. What I need your help with. No, so not only do I, not only have I not been doing anything that could even be regarded to close to work, now I need your help with this. Well. <laughs> Don't distract me yeah. from the thing that, yeah. Yeah, so you know how this podcast doesn't go up without yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, here's something that's not that. Um, you use Timu, which is essentially like um, buying stuff. Amazon. Pretty cheap. You get stickers from there, which is like I, what you've got. Hang on, hang yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. 
I have to make a confession at this juncture. Mm. I have never used Timu. What? I've never actually used Timu. You've been I such vouch- a big proponent yeah, no, for Timu because I, I wanted to see you use it. <laughs> God. Well, this puts. I wanted to see you try it because I don't believe the prices they're offering are real. I don't think Timu works. But okay. every time I I talk to somebody about Timu, they're like, "No, no, no! My friend uses it all the time. Yeah. It's totally legit." But then I go on there and see like a, a an electric car for four dollars. Yeah. I'm like, "There's no way that's real." Okay, great. So I'm you in this situation, and unfortunately, I don't have who you were talking to. That's who I thought you were going to be. I was your Timu guy. Exactly. Imagine if all the Timu guys are just lying like this <laughs> the whole way along to wait for someone to use it. I I'm going to buy wizard cloaks for $20 and there's no way they're going to How be- many? <laughs> I, I didn't want to say the number. Why you keep forcing me to say numbers that are more and more embarrassing and were my parents are going to freak out when they hear this. Let's just say I'm buying a few. <laughs> <laughs> and let's say that they cost around $20. I'm so worried that A, they're not going to show up. B, they're going to be for animals mm-hmm. or dogs or yep. cats or something. They're not even going to be for human beings. I'm so stressed that I was going to come to you saying, please tell me that Timu is good. Real. Yeah. And you you're can, saying, I don't let know. Let us know. Email at nedandjosh.com if you've ever used Timu. Is Timu good? But what I'm hoping now is that you get stung for buying 16 wizard cloaks off Timu and they never arrive. And then what do I do? I'll be down cloak money mm. I tell you without what you cloaks. Do. You'll learn a lesson, yeah. an important lesson. And yet I still won't. <laughs> <laughs> I've really made quite an error um, this Saturday at the National Convention Centre, provided that you're listening to this in the right week. It's mm. going to be happening on the 16th of December. I'm going to be in a wrestling match with Vinnie Bronson as part of Bronson United at uh, at Slam Pro Wrestling. You are. I tell you what I wasn't counting on. Losing my job at the beginning of last month. Yeah. Um, and the reason I say I wasn't counting on that is I really had a whole 30-day workout plan ready to go. Mm. For like I was going to get in some kind of good shape to be in front of 1,500 people wrestling. I have gone to the gym zero times. Okay, so what... When, I'm actually so- in worse shape than I was before the, the whole I was going to start a fitness plan here regime. I'm going to peel back the curtains mm-hmm. and reveal some times and dates, but I think that it's good for the rest. I think it's good to, to paint the picture. Yeah. I think it's necessary. Uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday mm-hmm. and the fight's this Saturday. Saturday. It's just you and me. We're friends. Mm. Take your shirt off. Let me see. Okay. What? How, what are well, you? Yeah. Okay. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Are you? I'm not going shirtless. Oh, you're not going shirtless. Well, then I don't really need to see. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no, take no, my no. shirt off. Why, yeah. why did I say that? I nearly got you shirtless. <laughs> I think that's fine. I don't think you're in bad shape. I think I've seen you in better shape. But <laughs> well, would you disagree? <laughs> yeah. I hope you have. <laughs> You're like you're in peak physical condition. Yeah, that would be a worry. What have I been working hard for? No, okay, so you were meant to go to the gym. What's because you and I are probably the the biggest procrastinators yep. I know. No, it's what, just what's the plan now? I think the life being in tatters thing for a little while there sort of confused me as to why I would need to go to the gym. It's completely um, justifiable, but, but I'm, I'm more focused on what's the plan going forward. You have four days, and oh. you and I always have come up with. We're great at coming up with. Way worse plans, I have a, but in the last second. I have a pretty good plan. Okay. I'm going to wear a shirt. That's okay. the plan. Okay. But then the guys from Slam Pro Wrestling, really, the board of directors threw a spanner in the works because there's apparently a co- like a dress code. Like, you can't just wear whatever you want. Ooh, okay. I have to wear tights. 
Oh, because you've been wearing jeans. I'm wearing the last tights. Ones. Okay. I'm wearing actually wrestling tights. That's cool. It, it, yeah. And <laughs> for me to watch what's it, what's going to happen yeah. is my chicken legs will be on display because oh, I have no. the thinnest legs. Uh, that was going to be a big focus of the last month. Mm. So you were just essentially going to do the most boring workouts of just leg days. Yeah, I was really going to yeah, prevent the chicken legs from being on display. Yeah, so your options are mm. Johnny Drama style calf implants. Yep. Can I pad? Can I pad underneath I the tights? Could I? Could I wrap like you know, put a lot, little bit of bubble wrap or something around my legs? Well, people will be like, "What's wrong with your skin? Why is it so bubbly?" <laughs> It's having a horrible reaction yeah. to those tights. Take, and I don't mean this in any kind of a, a gross, pervy way. Please take those tights off. The skin's <laughs> reacting awfully to them. What would you put? Uh, I was going to say Play-Doh. That's a bad idea Play-Doh's as well. A bad idea. Yeah. Play-Doh's nearly as bad as <laughs> bubble wrap. Mm, it's Chicken too, fillets? It's just too late. It's just too late. I need to accept that. Yeah. It's unfortunate that you don't get to come out with this much preamble. Wrestling's about like grabbing the to audience's attention and using it for the uh, the time that you have it. Coming out being like, guys, I wanted to work Ladies out. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> a statement from Josh. Guys, I would have looked better, but sit down. Here's what happened. <laughs> Forty minutes later, we have the match. <laughs> Everyone's gone home. The, the people still there are booing, saying they don't care. <laughs> We can see the kind of shape you might have got in. Yeah, yeah. cool. All right, good. Thanks. <laughs> Enjoyed it. Josh, McDonald's uh, don't mind an innovation. They no, love an innovation. They don't mind getting out ahead of stuff, potentially maybe even too early, which mm. is honestly uh, feels weird to say it about a multi-billion dollar international worldwide conglomerate, but like they do have a track record though. Remember when all the McDonald's restaurants put that weird gourmet kitchen in them and then they, they all just left and then they just became big empty spaces? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was a misadventure. I do. That was an ex- would have been an expensive misadventure. And that's what I mean. They're taking risks. Sometimes they don't work. I do spare a thought for all the gourmet chefs that were hired. <laughs> I wonder where they are at now. Mm-hmm. I hope working now, in wasn't that restaurants. The po- wasn't that the point? You're the gourmet chef? Like, because you decided to create went on your it. taste, wasn't it? Like, yeah. And that's why I think it was so dangerous because it's like, we I can't cook. Yeah, I can't cook. <laughs> and also, you guys decided the menu. You've nailed it. A quarter pound is great. Why yes. am I deciding what goes on you it? You create my taste. How about you do <laughs> yeah, that? Exactly right. But this is what I mean. They get out ahead of it. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Sometimes it does. Their brand new innovation is going to be sort of targeting more coffee and other specialty drinks. It, but it's not McCafe. I was going to say, they've already done that. It's not McCafe. It's sort of like going Which, to be... by the way, I'll tell everybody, this actually an Australian invention. Did you know that? I did know yep. that. And Invented in Melbourne. I will say McCafe, quite good. Quite good. It's not bad. Uh, they're going to be taking on places more like Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. So, like, the places you go specifically for your, like, specialty drinks mm. and you'll get, like, a... So, it wasn't enough to add it as, a, like, a plus end. It's now, we're coming for you. We're coming yeah. for you. Exactly. So, like, the places that would sell you your, like, pumpkin spice lattes... Yeah, okay. You can get a McDonald's version of that. They're going to be launching it for the first time uh, in Illinois... In Chicago. Yep, yep, in Chicago. And then 10 more stores to roll out in Texas next year. So far, have no plans to bring it to Australia. What's it called? Is it just called McCafe 2.0? Or? No. So that's actually what I want to talk about because it has the raddest name you could imagine. They're going to be selling things like uh, the churro frappe, a turmeric spice latte, and a pop and pear slush. You can get all of that at Cosmix, spelt C-O-S, and then like Mc from McDonald's. So like Cosmic. But like cosmic. That's very clever. I there do like go. that. Here's the little oh, logo. Wow, yeah, it looks it's a got... little bit like Johnny Bravo. Like it, it looks sixties, <laughs> like fifties inspired. Oh, that's so... that actually it looks like little Elvis Jones. That's what I'm trying to say. Everyone, um, pause the podcast right now. 
Well, I was going to say, we'll, we'll wait for you, but that's what poor... Like, we'll be exactly here when you come back. Everyone go and have a look at the logo now. I thought Josh meant it's Janu Bravo style as in, like, the big arch looks like his hair. <laughs> well, it does, actually. It does, yeah, and, it does, and I thought, yeah. what a funny but insane comparison to make. And then I went, oh, you mean the writing. It does, though. Everyone go and have a look at it and have a look at how much it looks like Johnny Bravo's hair. Come back right now. Here we are. Welcome back. It's called Cosmics. Do you think that this means... How much... Like... Do you have even a rough estimate of how much McDonald's is worth? Um, I think it's worth like a hundred and something billion dollars. Two hundred and nine billion dollars. Yeah, good on them. Um, does that it's mean- a bit of change, isn't it? <laughs> I was going to say they're, <laughs> yeah, not, right, they're eh? mucking around. <clears throat> Do you think that they have no faith in the fact that they will live to see a version of McDonald's that's on Mars? Like they have zero faith in Elon Musk oh, to get us to Mars so you're because saying- you would save this for the very first international smackers, Cosmics. As there if that, are international. You mean intergalactic, intergalactic makers, yeah, so yeah, interplanetary. Yeah, interplanetary. Interplanetary Um Can I just quickly say to you, you're 100% right. This yeah. is a waste of this name. They've, they've gone... It also makes me think of like space. It doesn't make me think of coffee. Like, me neither. Yeah, I don't know why they've picked Cosmic. <laughs> I, no, I actually do know why they've picked Cosmics. In like the 80s or 60s or whatever, there was like a... S- beyond bizarre mascot called Cosmics, mm. who just essentially was a robot that got high fives from yeah. Ronald. And that okay. was it. He's like, his whole body spun and Ronald he had a million had some, hands. And Ronald had some weird friends. <laughs> yeah, where's he finding these creatures? I'd put the new spin on it. Here it is. Obviously, but his name was Cosmics. Yep. So, so obviously, like going back to him. what I would do now is put the new spin on it based on, obviously, the coffees and the perking you up in the morning. Yeah. Say that it's like, the caffeine will get you off this planet. <laughs> You're going to be so ready for the day. <laughs> it's going to shoot you into space. Ned, we've got some Hollywood news, and no... Hollywood on the Gold Coast. It's not from Hollywood on the Gold Coast. How excited are you that that button's made it from the radio to here? It's funny all the things we quote-unquote lost mm. changing to podcast, and that wasn't one of them. Michael? Michael said this better stick around. sent it to me. Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Well, Michael, let me put it in very simple terms for you. It's either that or you. So... <laughs> Which one would you like on the podcast? Hollywood on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Decision made. Look at that. That how was did, easy. How dare you speak to Michael like that when he has absolutely no right of reply and he's not in this room right a- now. And also probably didn't realise I was going to react so poorly to that. Um, look, Michael is a treat yet to come. But the story that is what um, has caught my attention over in Hollywood is not the Golden Globe nominations which did come out yesterday. It is actually the fact that one, Zac Efron, has got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Do we think Zachariah Ephraim? Or is it, do you think it's I just I actually Zach? don't know if his name's Zach. Zach or Zachariah? Zachariah would... He would lose... Zachary. Zachary. He would lose... If it was Zachariah, he would lose a couple of coolness points. Mm. Zachary, less but still some. If it was just Z-A-C... Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Sweet, ah. sweet spot. And I think that is what his name is. It's certainly what his star says. His star just says Zach Ephron. Now, here's the question. And this is a question that I think we really can't answer ourselves, but we're going to give it a go anyway. Um, in one of the photos that I've seen is Zach's brother, Dylan, standing next to him. Yeah. Um, I think people saw him because they did like a Nat uh, Geo like documentary, documentary series, and his brother was in a lot. Yeah. And his brother had a shirt off a lot and yeah. had like an eight-pack to Zach's six-pack. And I think everyone was like, geez, his brother's in better shape than him, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Anyway, the point here is, yeah. and it is a point that I want to make. 
Would there be anything more shitty than standing next to your sibling getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame when you're not getting one? Yeah, look, it would be pretty hard. I think that's a tough pill to swallow. Like, you're standing there and you're with... Because he's with his parents and his brother and then there's Zach. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and I'm sitting there going... He's the only one there that's like... You know how you joke uh, with your sibling? Like, I do it with my sister of, like, I'm the golden child. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. You're literally getting a golden star put on the ground at the Hollywood Walk of Fame in front of your sibling yeah. while your parents are there looking at it as well. Like, yeah. you are, by definition, yeah. <laughs> the only child whose name's in gold yeah. right in front of you. You're like, hey, look, Mum, there's my name. Oh, and look, there's Tom Hanks and there's Steven Spielberg. Robert, Robert De Niro. Huh, where's my brother's name? Where's Dylan? I don't see Dylan Efron anywhere. Where's Dylan Efron? That sucks. Strange. I guess maybe we'll look around. We'll ask someone where they put the Dylan Efron. Oh, they did it. Oh, there's no huh. Dylan Efron. Oh, that's a bit of a shame. I guess they only give it to the best kids. Huh? How are those? Uh, how are those two extra abs going yeah. for you now, mate? Um, I tell you, <laughs> I tell you, the only person who would be more upset than mm. that. A week ago, Macaulay Culkin got a Hollywood Walk of Fame. His brother's, and his all brother's an actor, all and he was there. Oh. Kieran Culkin was behind him, going, "Well done. Do I? Will I ever get one?" Or that's no. that's outrageous. That is so rude. Fans of Succession will agree with me. That's appalling. <laughs> him and Dylan should do something about this. <laughs> Mainly him, though. Start a band. The other brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that size matters. Mm-hmm. I tell you what I think matters. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Sorry. No, what? no, we're moving forward. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. No, no, sure. actually, go on. It Questions? would be safer for you to assume that, but let's move forward. No, yeah, I know, and I'm sure that... Uh, <laughs> no, we're not doing this. Yeah, I, I mean, say, the podcast, this? everyone's going to stop listening. Because I don't this. give a shit. I, I will burn my <laughs> Self to the ground just to embarrass you as well. I have no qualms whatsoever. I see you more as a brother than a colleague, so I will tear my life oh, to shreds dear. just to embarrass you. Let's we lost the this. HR department we as well. Have, we did, yeah. I mean, fat load of good at this, but we, we, we've, we've lost it. <laughs> I return to my original point. I don't think size matters. What I do think matters is portions. Now take that to however okay. you want right, before then, I explain yeah, sure. myself. I saw something while I was shopping the other day that I was like, "What? The product exists. Why are you catering to something that exists already?" Okay. It made me so angry because I've been saying this forever, and seemingly this company has decided to straight up ignore me. Not that I've said it any in any way to them, mm. but they've decided to ignore me and go the exact opposite route, which I don't understand. I've said for the longest time that tiny teddies are cereal. Mm-hmm. The way they come, the size, the, the consistency, they would be a great cereal, I think. If yep. you put a bit of, wa- um, not water, milk, yep. then you would at least, like, they'd get a bit soggier, but you'd still get the crunch. I think they'd make a fantastic cereal. And I've argued with you consistently that yep. they're too bulky of an item. And I understand I, And that. I think it would fill you up. I think it would be, if you were trying to evaporate your stomach of all moisture, mm. it'd be a good thing to put in there as a cereal. And look, I can see that there's obviously some work that needs to be done, but I think that if you just got one of the little packets, that that would be a good portion for a breakfast bowl, I think, the yeah, little okay. packets they come in. I went to the supermarket yesterday and I see the brand new range, and forgive me if these are, have been out for months, but the teeny tiny teddies. Wait, what? Which is their cereal. Tiny Teddies has a cereal called Teeny Tiny Teddies. And the teddy bears are fractionally smaller than Tiny Teddies. Well, that's not teeny. That's just slightly, I would say, slightly more tiny teddies. Like teeny, I should be able to like smush it in between my yeah, Teeny should be like thumb. a sea monkey. Like you should exactly. barely be able to see it. <laughs> it should come with a magnifying yeah, glass yeah, used to get with sea monkeys. Tiny teddy. Like, where's teeny, their crown? Teeny tiny teddy. These sea monkeys look awfully like shrimp. That's odd. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't get... We have... The thing that you want. 
Tiny teddies. It's tiny teddies. Why have we... This is the exact same thing. And maybe I wasn't getting around it because I don't really like them to begin with. Mm-hmm. But it's like when Oreos made Oreo minis. It's like oh, just, yeah. just eat less of the Oreos. Just have half a bite. But also, who's getting halfway through an Oreo going, I'm stuffed? Uh, <laughs> Much I like think- this biscuit, I've double stuffed. As a chronic procrastinator, I appreciate the Oreo minis because you feel a sense of accomplishment. If you had to stop halfway through an Oreo, you'd be like, God, I can't even finish this. My life's off the rails. Whereas Do you, if you feel you- a sense of accomplishment or you just, you're just you saying you would? No, you would. A- you would, okay. theoretically. It's a very clear distinction because I'm like, I regret going into business with you if that's what I you're saying. I don't, I don't, accomplish- yeah, accomplish- sense of accomplishment for me is not eating an Oreo. That's That's... Monday like it's just that's how I'm glad that we cleared that but up but I'm saying for people why would you stop halfway through exactly so the mini is good because it's like oh, I did the whole job great see I'm not I'm just saying why stop it's mm. like getting halfway through the desert and being like I'm just having enough I know it's our like, pod pals are listening to this right now screaming screaming you're unhappy right you're unhappy with the teeny tiny teddies yes am I correct in saying that this is Arnett's teeny tiny teddies it does seem like all of our problems stem from Why one business. Why does this parrot continue yeah. <laughs> to heckle us the way that it does? Every single time you're in the supermarket, you are being somehow Triggered. Ac- accosted by this parrot, yeah. this Rosella, and it just... I, I think we really need to take a look at it again. Oh, I would love to go for an alternative, but I really cannot think of what the Arnott's alternative is. It was is over the one? weekend when we were in Sydney. We were so close. We drove so close to the Arnott's factory. We did. Yeah, we did. I mean, I don't know what we're... Podcast excursion? A podcast excursion. If they did us like a dressed as Rosellas, Rosellas, so we can just sneak in. Where do you find where do you find Rosellas costumes? Costumes, sorry. yeah. Unless you were going planning on ah no, there's weird people out there. There'd, there'd be some plucking yeah, enough no, Rosellas be, be, that we could some. make a costume out of it. Yeah, I reckon we do it. I reckon we do it. We dress as giant Rosellas, Rosellas, Rosellas. We'll and, figure that out as well and get to Arnott's. I would love to do that. I'll I will consider it bridge under the water if they show us behind the scenes. Um, I won't, but I will tell you what I'm planning to do like 3D print what I think a teeny tiny teddy should be mm. and show it to them and go until it looks like this stop calling them teeny tiny teddies you want to take some prototypes yeah, I want to yeah. actually have <laughs> okay. a demonstration I want to pitch I want a pitch meeting okay great yeah <laughs> All right. Just before we get out of here, I want to do a couple of updates on some things, some general housekeeping, if you'll permit, Ned, with the podcast. Sure. I um, mean, we're in your house, so yeah, it no, makes no, sense. I get to decide when we're doing housekeeping. Um, first bit of housekeeping will be around the Podnighted Nations. Do you like this? Do you like this as a theme song? When does it end? Oh, no. It's, it's like a 19-second thing, I think. Do I wait for the whole thing? Ned or? and Josh's Podnighted Nations. I think it does actually go for a lot longer than Ned I thought. Ned and Josh's Podnighted Nations. You got it. I oh, know it does just keep going. And now the second oh, verse. Yeah, okay, what no, is yeah. this song? <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to be the intro. Um, I liked it to start with. No, I, I think it's official. That's what I was going for. Like the United yeah. Nations, our Podnighted Nations. We'd like to welcome some new countries to the list of countries that listen to the Ned and Josh show. Exciting. Do you remember your dream country? Uh, it's Iceland. That's right. Mine's Spain. It's not on there. Neither is Spain. Damn it. Okay. So we'd like to welcome uh, Mexico. Oh, cool. French Polynesia. That's rad. Ireland. Yes, great. Love um, Ireland. I don't believe we had Egypt before, but we do now. I think we did have Egypt. Oh, we did maybe. have Egypt. Sorry. But apologies. if not, great. Shout out to Cairo. Israel. Love it. Great. Did not have that. Israel. Did yeah. not have... Sorry. Oh. Israel didn't have them before. Netherlands, your oh. your ancestral home. Now you I, are Dutch. Yeah, now yep. that I think about it, probably mm-hmm. should have been my dream country, yeah. but whoopsie daisy. 
Uh, <laughs> the UAE is on there. I'm pretty sure we actually did. We had the UAE. Yep. Shouted them out. Anyway, the point, of, uh, the reason I'm mentioning all of this is to welcome listeners in the new places, but also to say tomorrow on the show, we're going to have our first representative from a pod United Nations country, and it is one of our top five countries. Exactly right. I'm so excited. We're going to essentially start crossing to correspondence from across the Just globe. Seeing how they're going, trying to spread the word about the Ned and Josh podcast. How are people in your country receiving the yep. podcast? It's how going to be important. How has it been accepted? That's um, what we want to find out. We're going huge to be amount of pressure. Tomorrow on the show, a pod United Nations representative, but something else that is happening on tomorrow's show. We've got some very exciting news. Huge news. In the form of two things happening quickly. Our first giveaways. We've got substantial giveaways for listening to this podcast. Perfect for Christmas. Second thing happening. Our first sponsor. We are so excited to unveil that. We are... Oh, honestly, it... it uh blows us away that we have already gotten a sponsor on board. Uh, it's so excited. It's such a great sponsor that we cannot wait to work with. So, oh, it's all happening. Bring on tomorrow's pod. And it's all going to be happening on tomorrow's show. Your chance to be a winner and Pod United Nations representatives on tomorrow's show. Is it still going? Yeah, it's still going. Oh, Fantastic. my God. All right, we're out of here. It, we're going to go. It you might get, be longer than the podcast. It'll still be going tomorrow. <laughs> well, that was the Ned and Josh podcast. Make sure to find the boys on socials. Just search at Ned and Josh.